An editor's note. In the following conversation, the guests claim that contraceptives can cause what's called abortifacients, a drug that causes an abortion. Now, that's not true. Contraceptives, including Plan B, do not cause an abortion. They prevent fertilization. Pregnancy only occurs when a fertilized egg has been implanted in the wall of the uterus. A guest also claimed that for a woman to take contraception of any form, it is not healthy for her. The medical community agrees that while there are some risks associated with birth control, all methods of contraception are considered okay for healthy women. From St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. I'm Cindy Collins. Joining me in the studio now, Brian Westbrook. He is executive director and founder of Coalition Life. And Mary Mashmeyer, founder and president of Defenders of the Unborn. Welcome to the program and thanks for joining us. Thank you for inviting us. It's an honor to be here. Now, I'll start with Mary. Can you tell us briefly what got you involved in this work? Uh, well, in 1985, I um, went to Missouri Right to Life uh, meeting, and there they had the silent scream, and then, then they had a newspaper that was a mailing that I received, and it showed uh, this man out in California that had a transport truck, a huge truck in his backyard, and full of um, babies. In, they looked like ice cream containers. And I thought this was just unreal. This is uh, a lie, and this doesn't happen in our country. And at this meeting, I discovered, oh, yes, it does. And then we were invited to go to Regency Park, which is all, was on Manchester Road, an abortion mill that housed three three clinics. And that's where we began. I just felt that this is where God led me to be, and and um, that's where I stayed until and then moved on. All right. And Brian? Well, uh, my uh, journey started a little bit later. Uh, it started in 2008 when my son was born, and uh, we had a trip over the Cardinal Glenn and Children's po- Hospital, and he uh, ended up in ICU, sadly. And really, at that moment, I started looking. You know, where can I, you know, where can I give back? And uh, you know, groups like uh, Mary's group had already been out to the abortion facility, but I learned. Uh, from my mother-in-law that she had gone through an abortion some uh, 35, 40 years earlier. And um, we thought, well, maybe we'll go out to the abortion facility. I was really reluctant uh, to begin with, but uh, other groups were out there, and uh, we found some, uh, some impact that we could have directly in front of those abortion facilities. Okay. Now, Coalition Life, your organization, runs Women's Care Connect in St. Louis. Now, that's one of 75 uh, pregnancy care centers here in Missouri. They're nonprofit centers, and they're designed to provide pregnancy tests and material aid to pregnant clients, and also to, to persuade them not to have an abortion. Uh, what is your plan for that clinic in the wake of Missouri's abortion ban? Where do you go now? Uh, sure. So Women's Care Connect uh, is based here in St. Louis, and we do pregnancy testing, ultrasound, uh, and also options coaching, uh, along with connecting them with oh, about 200 other agencies who are working in the St. Louis region uh, as well, both from you know, government agencies all the way through nonprofits and church-based agencies as well. And so our our thought with that is that there are women who live here in Missouri who must be served here in Missouri. So the more we can grow and expand that uh, here at this, you know, right where they live, it's going to be really important to continue to expand. So working with all of those other 75 other agencies uh, here in the Missouri area, but we're also looking at uh, those clients who are going across the river and how can we have an impact with them as well. 
Okay, and we have heard many stories of women who uh, are seeking abortion going into Illinois. When you say you look to, to work with those women, um, what are we talking about there? Sure. So there is a Planned Parenthood. There's also a, uh, what's called the Hope Clinic over in Granite City. But uh, our focus is uh, in the Planned Parenthood in Fairview Heights, along with uh, a place up in Flossmoor. It's a Chicago region uh, as well. And we do something so- called sidewalk counseling. And so we'll work with other pregnancy centers who already exist in those areas uh, to reach out to women who are directly going into these abortion facilities, something that Mary had done well before uh, we were on our scene. Uh, but uh, we are very excited to be able to have an opportunity to talk to these women directly as they so go in. So were you doing this sidewalk counseling in Missouri prior? Correct. So okay, we were doing so now that you're in just Missouri. moving that to the uh-huh. Illinois side. Yes. Okay. And Mary, uh, Mary, thanks for joining us. Women's Care Connect um, is a crisis pregnancy center. Now, they get some criticism for giving the impression that they're medical centers, uh, but they don't have to register with the state health department. Is Women's Care Connect a licensed medical center? Um, I know some aren't. I don't know about your organization. Well, we we are not we are not licensed. We we don't we don't um, say that we we give medical information. Uh, we offer the women support and help that are in the eleventh hour when they're going in for their abortion. Uh, we have doctors we work with that we send them to, and they take care of their medical concerns. Um, whatever the needs that the mom has that brought her to to the abortion clinic is is what we do for them. And know? what types of needs do you see? Well, we see moms that need their rent paid. They're going to be evicted out of their, their apartment or their house. Uh, we see moms that need medical care for their pregnancy and for their children. Um, they need furniture. Um, we provide that for them. Uh, whatever that need is that in order for her to carry that baby to term is what we do. Okay, and do you do you then continue support after that child is born, or is it strictly through the pregnancy phase? We have uh, two different moms at this point that delivered their babies three and a half years ago that we're still helping them with, you know, things that come up. Um, we had an opportunity, a, a wonderful car dealer uh, gave us two different cars for these moms so they could drive to work. Um, you know, again, whatever the needs are, we pay the utility bills. Um, no one on our staff is paid, uh, and every dollar that comes in goes out to the moms. Okay. Now, on your website, Women's Care Connect's website, you have three options. Uh, you so, say just as a as hers oh. is Defenders of the Unborn. Ours I'm is so sorry. Not connected to that. You are. Yes, you no, are. I'm so right. sorry yes. about that. We are our um, own entity. Yes. I mixed up my notes, and that's I, the, thank you, Brian, <laughs> well, for fine. correcting me. Uh, you are defenders of the unborn, but that's what so that's what your organization does. Correct. Okay. Now I want to move back to Women's Care Connect, and sure. that's you, Brian. Yes. Um, according to your website, you say that you um, you continue uh, you coach patients to continue the pregnancy and parenting, continue the pregnancy. And then move to an adoption plan, and that you do abortion, uh, you counsel on abortion procedures and give information. Mm-hmm. So, if a client comes in and and they are seeking an abortion, what kind of information are they going to get from your staff? Uh, sure. So we have a nurse on staff, uh, along with a, a medical director who oversees what we do on a daily basis. Uh, and so the nurse would talk to her, uh, or one of our coaches would talk to her about exactly what an abortion is from a medical perspective. So uh, a suction abortion includes a, a vacuum tube that you know pulls out the child. Uh, and just being very frank about what 
the the effects or the uh, both for the child, but then also for, for themselves from a medical perspective. And that's also why we do the ultrasound. So we'll show her a picture of her child on ultrasound and talk about the, the difficult, different medical, uh, you know, medical viewpoints that she can see. When women see your website and they see that, um, that you offer counseling about abortion procedures, do you have calls uh, from women who are seeking abortions and they think that you are an abortion provider? So women will call us seeking information about abortions, and we never tell them that we have abortions or would provide them or even send them to an abortion provider. So they have a lot of questions, and I think it's really important to offer space for women uh, who are considering abortion. So that's what we do by allowing them time uh, to have that conversation with them. Okay. Now, Brian mentioned doing more work on the Illinois side of the river. Uh, Mary, does your organization have any plans to expand into Illinois? Well, we've already been in Illinois for the last four years. Oh, okay. Uh, we've been in Hope Clinic. Um, and we were there on Friday and Saturdays uh, f- for approximately four years. And we have a lot of Missouri girls that go there, uh, a lot more now, uh, after we became abortion-free. We're, we, you know, we are. Missouri is a free state, and they can't perform abortions here, and so our, our young girls go over there. And they, it's, a, it's a very busy place now. Uh, lots of girls from out of state, from Tennessee, uh, Missouri, Illinois. Um, we've had some from Texas. And we should say girls and women. I mean, they're not performing abortions on on children. Um, they can perform abortion on anyone if she's pregnant. But, but there, there is no age limit in Illinois. Uh, and they, they don't need okay. parental consent. And so, um, you know, we, all, we offer them the same help that we did here at Planned Parenthood in St. Okay. Louis. Um, it, it makes it a little more difficult because they, they live in Illinois and we're not up to up to par yet with what Illinois offers, right. but, but okay. we are, we were working on that. We've contacted other states to find out what, what pro-life organizations there will help them if we do get a girl from that state. Um, I just wanted to, I just wanted to uh, be sure people understood. It's not just girls. It's, it's also grown women. Oh, absolutely. It's, when I say girls, like it's in childbearing age. Correct. Okay. Correct. Very good. Now, in addition, uh, as you look at trying to lower the abortion rate, is your ultimate goal to see a nationwide ban on abortion, Mary? Absolutely. Human Life Amendment is the only thing that will, will, will suffice. Okay, Brian? Now, what we're looking for is making abortion unthinkable. So we look at this as very close to a slavery or a lot of parallels with slavery. So uh, it took a bitter civil war uh, for uh, the United States to figure out how to deal with slavery. And uh, hopefully that's not what we we end up doing with abortion. Uh, But we want it. if you look back today and you ask anyone, would you have slaves? It's unthinkable to even think that we would have slaves today. Completely unthinkable. We... 99% 99% of the, the population would agree. And so what we want is not just illegal, but also unthinkable. That if we look back in our history and think, why do we ever think that abortion's okay? Uh, that's our goal of our organization. Okay. Now, as we talk about protecting the unborn, and, and if you want fewer abortions or no abortions, uh, one of the things that many uh, people say is, well, we need then more access to contraception. What are your feelings on contraception, and do you promote that as a way to avoid unwanted pregnancies to begin with? No, we don't promote contraception at all, um, because contraception can cause what's called an abortifacient, and that, and that 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 is the baby woman becomes pregnant and that baby dies, 
because it it's not it, it it doesn't attach to the to the mom and so there is there is no no contraceptives that that are okay not even condoms well <laughs> now we're getting into a well the, i, I want to understand the, con- the condom doesn't prevent a, well i guess you could say it does prevent a, a pregnancy but but for the woman to take contraception uh, of any form it it's 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 not healthy for her Okay, Brian, how, what is your organization's uh, well, feeling I mean, about it? So with regards to contraceptive, I mean, anyone could go to Walgreens and get any of these things. So, so the idea that we would discuss or have even, even debate about whether contraceptives are accessible is, is kind of a, a, a tangent from what is, we're really, really talking about. And so you can even walk into Walgreens today and get Plan B morning after pill, which, again, is abortifacient. But... What's really, really important is what actually happens in the abortion, right? Abortion takes the life of a little innocent human being, and that's critically important for us to realize that contraceptives, they're accessible. You can get them really anywhere. Uh, the idea that somehow we need more accessibility to contraceptives is ridiculous. Um, but you know what we do is really focus on how we can help the mother and how we can help her through this pregnancy. I mean, the reasons that these mothers are getting these abortions has little to do with contraceptives, and it has everything to do with the fact that they're in poverty and they're in abusive relationships. Okay, so on that note, and that's a perfect transition. Thank you, Brian. Um, Are either of your organizations involved in plans to promote legislation and funding to ensure that the parents of children have the means to care for their children. Um, if someone is is seeking an abortion because they're impoverished, is there is there a plan that you are involved in to to help ensure that they have the means? Uh, so uh, through our organization, along with a lot of other agencies we do work with, uh, that financial means is there. It's ready. It's accessible. And so all they have to do is come to our organization or one of the other 75 pregnancy centers here in the San- or in Missouri, and they can find that help. It is so you already will, exists. So you will help them navigate that system? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So uh, now we provide emergency uh, financial aid through our organization uh, for the first week or so, but it's about building that plan so that they're self-sustainable. I'm also on the organization or the board of directors on a group called Birthstone. This is actually providing long-term housing uh, and single-family housing for women who have chosen life instead of having an abortion. Uh, there is also another group called Our Ladies Inc. provides housing for these women as well. And so really, this network already exists in Missouri. Uh, we don't necessarily need more money from the government to be able to do this. This is people of goodwill putting their money forward to be able to help these women. It already exists. So you're talking about nonprofit organizations then? Uh, both nonprofit organizations, but also church bodies, uh, St. Vincent de Paul, these kind of groups. I mean, there's a whole network of groups who want to help these women, and they have the capacity and ability to okay. do so. That's what I was just I was trying to understand. Yes. You're not just talking about government yeah, uh, government programs. Almost all of the aid that's happening here in Missouri is from these 75 pregnancy centers plus the maternity homes. That exists because people give and give generously. Okay. And Mary, what about your organization? Well, if the woman needs housing, we provide that. We help them find housing. Uh, sometimes right. we pay the 
they, they deposit the first couple months of rent. But are you involved in uh, uh, in promoting legislation or anything like that to help care for the potentially thousands of, of additional children that could be well, born? Well, as, as Brian said, we, we work with Our Ladies Inn. We work with other organizations that we lead them to to get the, the help and support that they need. Um, Our Ladies Inn has two, two locations, one in the city of St. Louis and one in St. Charles County. Okay. And so depending on where that mom is or if she has other children, uh, we have we have several women that have went there uh, through the years. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Our podcast proudly supports St. Louis artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.